0: Time for the end of conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice Ali Muhammad. This is Damian Lemon. This is Ali Muhammad, and this is in the conversation the podcast. Yes, yes, we back. You know what I mean in the June boom. You know, no gloom, just the boom in the June. Getting to it halfway through this bitch. Getting in the stride, you know?
1: Well, you sound like 50th anniversary of hip-hop, bro. Hey, man. Uh, Yes, yes, (laughs) y'all. Yeah. You don't stop. You know what I'm talking about? I'm enjoying enjoying all that, that interest, everybody throwing it back to some of that old stuff. You know what I'm saying? I, I put on some Treacherous Street the other day. Like, damn, that nigga Modi, Modi was fly before he was cool. Modi when he was just, he was cool Modi in Treacherous Street, he was fly then. That nigga was saying some crazy shit mm-hmm. back then. You know what I'm saying? So for him to to turn into a modern rapper uh, on, alongside like a LL when LL was like the young cat who just kicked it open and took the throne from Run DMC. It's just mm-hmm. making it a whole lot more impressive because, you know, when Treacherous 3 was out, that was full of music videos and all that was very popular. So you didn't really see them. You heard some of the songs, but it was a group. So it wasn't just identified, oh, that's cool, Mo D, even though you heard those words. So, mm-hmm. you know, when I was listening to some of that Treacherous 3 stuff the other day, I was like, damn, that's way more, that's just way impressive to be still relevant, that was like 10, 15 years later in the rap game, when a lot of cats came and went, you know what I'm saying, never was able to make that transition to the modern style of rap once, like LL came.
0: That's interesting, well, a couple of things. One, I didn't realize that, it, first off, I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't think I knew Kumo D was in the treacherous three. I think mm-hmm. I'd heard that before, but I didn't really, that felt like some new information. I got to go back and listen to the Treacherous 3, even the Cold Crush, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Funky 4 plus 1, all of that, or the original Funky 4. Like, uh, <clears throat> I kind of remember all that. I remember the names and all of that type of shit, but, like, as far as putting a record to a name, I don't know if I could always place that. I do want to revisit that. But then also, I didn't realize... So you saying that Kumo D... Was ten years removed from Treacherous Three when he was in his How You Like Me Now era? Yeah, that was like '89. Uh-huh.
1: They like '88, '89. So I think Treacherous Three. Let's see. That's I'm gonna do some googling. This Treacherous mm-hmm. Three. Real you know time googles. Let's go. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We let's see when they were active. They yeah, the group that was formed in 1978. So he was battling. Oh, wow. He was battling LL in, in 88. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: right, right. So. Yeah, I gotta check it out. Mm. What's the name of that hat Kumo D used to rock? Is there a name to that hat or is it just the Kumo D hat? You know, the little short joint, the little. It Kango? It wasn't. It was a Kango? Was it backwards yeah. Kango? I felt like yeah, it yeah, had it was no brim. It a Kango. On. It
1: was, yeah, it was a Kango. That was that other style of Kango, like the little sport looking hat. I'm oh, looking okay. at it now. He got oh. on the Kango. Uh. You so say it wasn't like the bucket yeah. kango like LL, well, or it was like the you know what I'm saying, I don't know what uh-huh. you call that version of a Kango. <laughs> uh, that's
0: crazy. That's wild as shit. I remember <laughs> running, finding out, it's like 11th grade. Oh. I remember finding this little spot. Mm-hmm. It was like a Kango outlet, a little small mm. spot that had all of the all of the Kangos. Unfortunately, Kangos wasn't as Crazy as they was a few, you know, little Kango buckets, a couple of days, mm-hmm. but they had the entire collection. Like mm-hmm. all of the Kangos, like any Kango you wanted, and they were kind of cheap. So it was one of them spots where you could cop them shits and flip them. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're still around. Yeah, they're still but, uh, around. But what were you about to say? I'm looking at them now. No, so I'm talking about this spot. I'm oh, talking about the so- spot I'm
1: talking about. Yeah, Shit, um, that might be a that type of hat that Modi was wearing is called a tropic. Vent air, a tropic. Yeah, Kango tropic. tropic. Vent air. Because uh, <laughs> it had like, air. The, yeah, you know, because yeah. it had a little like the wind could come through it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, yeah. But that was like that was his own shit. Yeah, more like mm-hmm. the. I mean, a lot of people wore like a lot of old school cats wore those type shits. You know what I'm saying? The little like mm. even now, you know what I'm saying? You see a nigga hop out of Cadillac with one of them motherfuckers on. Nigga, yeah, it's
0: a, I mean but you know I'm talking about rap wise I don't know any other rappers mm-hmm. That had that cool Mo D shit That was his He had that That was signature for him
1: Um Kango yeah. Kid wore it a couple times
0: um, uh, Okay
1: But that's by It wasn't too many Everybody wore the bucket mostly Or if yeah. they did wear that one They wore it backwards
0: Okay but I feel like wearing it backwards is the same thing as wearing it forwards, right? It got no lid on it. It got no brim. Nah. Well, if you're talking about the same, I don't
1: know what, I don't know which one you talking about.
0: Let me look my shit up as yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah. I'm talking about look like a little like a little uh a little bucket? Like a little pot lid. It oh, looked no. like a little <laughs> it looked like a bucket <laughs> with no Hold <laughs> on, let me see. You know what I'm uh, You know what I'm talking about it uh, oh, must, must have
1: been a custom. Oh, you know, nah, That wasn't no Kango. That was like his own little custom dapper dad shit. Telling. The Kubo D hat. Yeah, when nah. you look a Kubo D. Yeah, little, nah. You talking little, about little,
0: little chimney, little yeah. chimney looking joint. <laughs> little, yeah, okay. Little little, little, um, little pot, little of and shit. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, oven. that's what you're. Nah. How you like me now? Nah. No, yeah. no, 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 not that. <laughs> one. I was okay. talking about
1: it. I was talking about it. Yeah, that's like a little cut He probably had a little custom joints made at the Delancey okay, yeah. Street or like some shit.
0: Little, little high top Koofy. He <laughs> <laughs> got a little thing going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he wore it a few times. Yeah, I good. seen one with like a leather one. Yeah, a yeah, yeah. little leather one. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was, he was saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah he was, had a few of them shit. Little. Yeah, that was his style. <laughs> nigga. That was a, that was in his older yes. era. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was the kumo d act, yeah, yeah nobody yeah. that's what I said. I ain't seen nobody with that shit that was that was his and his only, yeah I don't know about shout out to kumo one, d, man. man yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I was watching I gotta revisit his catalog yeah you I
1: always, I always say to my kids, you know what I'm saying when they when they be up on me trying to eat my food or you know what I'm saying, ask me for some right. some money that I don't want to give them at the time. I be like, back up mm-hmm. off, me, Smell the coffee. I've been saying, I was saying <laughs> that shit they whole life. That's a cool Mo D line, but I couldn't remember. Right. I couldn't remember what song it was from, and so uh-huh. I said it one time to one of my kids. And then I just looked it up, and that shit uh, had mm-hmm. a video. And that's this from the song um, "All About the Money," and they shot that mm-hmm. shit on my actual Brooklyn block. <laughs>
0: I wow! Was, I, I went that's to the crazy. video.
1: And it's like the eighties. I'm like, oh shit. They had a phone booth in the middle of the block. They you know what I'm saying? This shit was crazy. He, sh- he shot that shot on the stoop of um Al Van House. Al Van is like the congressman.
0: Damn. That's crazy. That's such a fucking small, small world. Mm-hmm. Full on circle. All of that shit. Yeah. So that Damn, was a good dope.
1: teachable hip hop moment. Without after cause I mm-hmm. said it, then I was like, let me show y'all where that come from. And then I'm
0: like, oh shit, that's that's our block. Mm-hmm. You in the eye of the storm. Back up off, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> old Kumo D. Yeah, gotta listen back to some of his older shit. Yeah, cause I always seen. You know, I guess I did see Kumo D as an old head. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I respected him. He had that voice. Mm-hmm. You know, and he has some records, you know, and I, you know, I guess now I'm looking at, obviously, I don't remember, I gotta go back to the treacherous, the treacherous three shit, but like, you know, I guess some of his old on-the-way-out hits. Mm-hmm. The bigger hits are probably like the Kumo D Purists might not fuck with it, like Wild Wild West, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, that was one of them joints, though. We used to go uptown. That White shit used Twitter to be the boosted. shit. Like, yeah, that shit was the shit. The Wild Wild West, that shit was hard. Yeah, that shit was hard, but I guess a Kubo D had to be like, mm, that was more of his... Uh, that was the end of his era. Yeah, man. Know, you know, you know, but he
1: went out big, though. How you like me mm-hmm. now? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, wild I'm Wild busy, West, yeah. I go yeah. to work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even, yeah. even if you heard They Want Money, the song I'm talking about, you'll be like, oh yeah, I remember that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. He, he had some shit. And- Shout out to Cool Modi. D. One, yeah. one, one more thing about Mo because I always false identify the origin. Of this type of rap, that isolating, devastating mm. the shit they was doing on JJ Fab, but they the one saying no real words. Uh huh. Uh huh. Sama so yeah. lama lama, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. the all of yeah. the talent shows, it'll always be girls doing that style, and they'll come kill. They'll yeah. they'll kill a talent show because they'll hit you with that little fast shit, and they be saying all their uh-huh. little adjectives all in a row. I'm devastating, isolating, but
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. I put
1: on. Treacher Street a, got a song called Whip It, right? Which is like a flip of the Dazz Band Whip It record. Right. And mm-hmm. when it first come on, you hear Mod D doing that style with real ass lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh shit. I'm like, did Modi D start that shit? Cause that was the style niggas came to kill a talent show with pre Big Daddy Kane. You know what I'm saying? Like when Big Daddy Kane right. had like Raw and all that, niggas tried to imitate that style. That big that uh that style that Kumo cool D was doing on the beginning of a whip it is is what I'm talking about right there. And I didn't never attribute it to him because you know again, Treacherous Three was kind of like you was a I was a little kid, you know what I'm saying? And I ain't really wasn't able to identify what came when because you know back then you just heard a record when you heard it, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like mm-hmm. that shit was on a drop. That shit dropped on Tuesday, June 11th. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, nah, exactly. That shit just be in the world, and you you gonna hear it if you hear it. And then you try to find out what it was. You try to remember the lyrics. One no Shazam, you had to be your own Shazam, and get hold that shit till you get to the record store. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, shout out to Mo D.
0: Yeah, that was that shit. Shout out to Mo D. What's the what was the treacherous three records you was listening to where you felt like he was getting off or a video you saw where you were like. Oh, he was on some cool shit.
1: Nah, that Check was I out. was listening to let it, I was listening to um to whip it, and then um, okay, uh I think they got a they got a song called uh back in the day they had this song called I think it's punk rock rap where they flip like a punk rock type of song, and mm-hmm. and it's just like damn them niggas riding on that shit you know what I'm saying so Treasure mm-hmm. Street however Street they had they had some of those good old party classics from. From you know the early '80s and shit, mm. feel the heartbeat. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. Body rock. Uh, they they got a lot of shit. Then he Santa's rap. They had it was Mo D. Remember on B Street when Dougie Fresh came in. They was
0: like had their heads in the hole of the um, wall. Yeah, kind. of i more so remember the visual than the actual song. Exactly. I, I I could see the scene. I could see the but scene. Yeah, Kumo cool D was rapping that.
1: Yeah, okay. He's like you know uh. what I'm saying you know the Dougie Fresh that kid from around the way. Then Dougie coming up.
0: Right, yeah. right. <laughs> Beat Street. You know what's crazy? I don't know if they took it down because I added it to my list. Beat Street was streaming on Prime for a hot second. Mm. And I think I might have waited too long. I think they might have snatched it up. You know, they, they'll do that shit. But as, as I've said before, prom on the low, not even on the low, prom got a lot of classic black movies. Mm. A lot of them. A lot of shit that you just forgot about. Or you just like, oh, is that shit streaming there? There's some, damn, there's some movie I was looking for recently. That's not streaming anywhere. It'll come back to me in a minute. I was looking for it. I can't find it. Um, but yeah, man. Shout out to Kumo D. Um Speaking of old movies, I was watching um I was watching uh White Man Can't Jump this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh kind of in preparation to watch the new one that's out too, you know, just mm-hmm. to to see it. I was like, let me watch the original, cause I hear a lot of people, not a lot of people, I've heard mixed messages, mixed reviews on this this new one. Some mm-hmm. people say it's it's a cool it's a cool little story, it's it's fun, whatever. Uh actually that's what I kinda heard most of the people say, you know, it's chill, it is what it is, it ain't it's not offensive. I heard a lot of people say it, I'll never watch it, you know what I mean, because they just don't smoke you know, kind of strident. I don't want to indulge that bullshit, whatever. It's not going to be like the original.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what
0: I mean? So I was like, let me watch the original. Because then I'm like, the original, I remember the original. I remember it being fun. But, you know, sometimes we romanticize some of these these movies from <laughs> back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we think just because it, now they remaking it, the original had to be so much. Like, Candyman was one of those. Candyman was, is fine. It's not the worst movie. Not, you know what I mean? But, like, the way people was talking when they made that Candyman remake, they were like, I can't believe that they're fucking with a classic. And uh I don't know about that. It's good. It's good. I think it's better than the remake, though, to be honest with you. I thought the remake was not that good. Um <laughs> But nigga, I watched it. It was fine.
1: That has replaced your. It was regular. <laughs> it was regular.
0: Yeah, man. It was fine. Nah, cause I don't want to. I you know it's been a minute since I watched it. So I don't want to all the way just trash it. Cause I don't remember. You know, it take a lot for me to really feel like a movie is trash. It take a lot for me to feel like a lot of shit is trash. I gotta think about it. Like where I'm like, this shit is just fucking garbage. It's a lot. But um, I watched uh, White Man Can't Jump, like I said. And it was good just to watch it because, you know, like I was telling a friend of mine today, I was in the group chat talking about, you know, we have the benefit of knowing where so many of those actors' careers went. Mm-hmm. You know, this 30 years ago. So you see what happened with... Wesley, you see what happened with Woody, you see what happened with Rosie, you know what I mean? Kadeem Hardison's in it, Dwayne, um, what's my man's name? Dwayne Johnson, I think, not Dwayne Johnson, it's The Rock. What's Dwayne, my man, above the rim, mm-hmm. married to Dwayne Tisha Martin. Campbell. Dwayne Martin, he's in there, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, They had great chemistry. Like, they had great chemistry. They was all, like, mad young, like, early, like, late 20s. I think Woody Harrison was 30. Wesley Sykes was 29. You know what I'm saying? So they, like, they was, like, right at the, you know, at the beginning, the onset kind of their career. I mean, I guess this is post-New Jack City for Wesley, um, post-Cheers for Woody. You know what I mean? Post uh do the right thing for rosie or whatever. So they were known. They was in them streets. But uh it was just it was just good to see like just how they playing off each other. See, you know, there was some dated shit. Some of the you know the the your mama jokes was mad classic. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? You like, oh damn, I ain't heard that one since fucking word. That's an old piece right there. I ain't heard that since ninety two. But what was really interesting too though is um how much the clothing is relevant today. Mm. So many of the brands, the styles, the the way, that, like, you know, the way that the the shirts is like the overdyed shirts. The way that some of the outfits is put together. The way some of the imagery, like you know, uh, there was a lot of like Mandela shirts. Going on, you know what I mean? Like, and you kind of see it now. May not be Mandela, but it like, you know, you'll see like activists, black activists, older black activists emblazoned on somebody's shit. Like, it's so much of these brands that are going on right now. Mm. Like, damn near. It's like the lookbook for what's going on, you know what I mean, with with the youth now. So it was just wild to see. You know how they always say things move in cycles. Like this was the end of the loop. So yeah, it was a cool. It was a cool movie. And What I forgot about was it's not really a happy ending. You know, mm-hmm. at least for Woody Harrelson's character. Wesley's character's fine, but like, you know, you know spoiler alert: it's a thirty-year-old movie. But you know, Woody loses girl. You know what I'm saying? Rosie Lee, that motherfucker. Because he mm-hmm. just can't stop hustling. He couldn't stop trying to, you know, flip something. You know, he was fucking up, fucking up, fucking up. He was addicted to the game, and you know, it it wasn't it wasn't happily ever after for the kid. So, but um, it was just good to watch the movie. I'm gonna watch the uh, the remake. I was gonna try to do a double header, but it was a little too much. So. Um, <laughs> You know what I mean? It was already, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't set up for that. But I'm going, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to see what, see what Jack Harlow and, and Cinqua, Cinqua Wells, I think his last name is. My man, what's his name? Dwayne. My man, Sean, was it Sean on power, the driver that was messing yeah. with Tasha? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fifty son. Yeah. So we'll see what's, what's what with that. Um. You know, the kid Calmatic. Directed it. and I kind of like Calmatic. I like the stuff that he's done with like Vince Staples and shit like that. So I'm curious to see what he did with this. He did the uh, the house party remake, you know, that, that was whatever. It wasn't fucking with the regular house party at all, but you know, they they, they doing what they could do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man. So that's that. Shout out to uh, White Man Can't Jump OG version. Word. Man, how you of, doing though, man? Uh, we ain't even, yeah, go ahead, go
1: ahead. Uh, what are you about to uh, say? Uh, ahead, lot of, just, a lot of shit though, man. And you know, you can make good stuff from an era, you know, uh-huh. like we watched stuff that was, you know, from the 70s and 60s and, uh-huh. and enjoyed it, you know what I mean? We enjoy coolie right. High, you know what I mean? But it's very hard to replicate the feeling of being in a certain time, you know what I mean? and now it could be right. any time. That's why everybody think they time was the best time because mm-hmm. they was in the middle of it and, and there was so much nuance going on that when you pull it out and put it in modern times and niggas got the internet and Instagram and all that shit, it, it's hard for it to resonate, you know what I mean, how fun that was to just be able to do certain things, you know what I mean? Like now you might look at certain shit be like niggas riding on the back, like hanging on the back of the bus, riding from here to there. Like right. what's so fun about that? That ain't shit nigga, just getting the Uber. That shit been going on since way back. That's, That's old school. That's man. old school, but yeah. back then, when times yeah. was real hard, it was real fucked up, everybody wanted no drug dealer. You know what I'm saying? You had right. to. You know what I'm saying? Nobody had a smartphone. Nobody had a smartphone. Yeah. You had to get the way you was going. Nigga, nobody was judging you for pulling up on the back of the bus outside of right. it. Right. You know what I'm saying? They they laughing right. like, oh, shit, them niggas got here. Them niggas got ingenuity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now niggas be done judged. You be like, ah, man, this nigga's broke. So, mm. you know what I'm saying? So, it's like what I'm yeah. saying is, yeah. like, hard to kind of put certain things in its proper perspective, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you over-romanticize right. it, or sometimes it, you understand that it was like, say Jordan, you understand that there's a legend, you know what I'm saying, that he was doing his thing, he, he broke the mold, and the shoes would fly, but to be there when them shoes first dropped and changed everything, when yeah. shoes became more than shoes, you know what I'm saying? Shoes became right. a whole lifestyle. Nigga, you walk in with some Jordans on, that shit was like a passport. Like, oh, he know what time it is. Come on, man. Come on mm-hmm. in here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like you could buy Jordans now. You know what I'm saying? You might pay a lot for them. You guys might be collecting a whole bunch of them. But to do what you had to do to get that one pair and and try to keep them bitches crisp all year you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. to the to the next ones come out all-star weekend that's cuz that's when they used to drop you know what I'm saying right. that shit was something that you took pride in or just being able to do and walk into the spot you know it's just it's just hard to bring it to now and you know and this shit that's happening now that's going to be hard for future generations you know it's right. just like you know you just had to be there
0: yeah no to that point I don't curious to see the movie that is of this generation that captures this generation obviously I'm not a participant in this generation I'm talking about as far as like youth culture goes or hip-hop goes or you know what I mean or you know what I mean like that type of thing like when you hear when you hear somebody they say this person was the voice of a generation mm-hmm. they got it right they told the story of what is now and how it is down mm-hmm. to everything down to you know the attitude the slang the clothes and the places to go the the way to pass the time all of that shit they captured in a way that's like the people that are there you know the people mm-hmm. that are actively in the midst of it are like, oh, nah, they got it. They caught that shit. And I don't know. Maybe, you know, obviously, I'm 45, so some, some of this shit is not being marketed towards me. So it could be out and about, and I don't even know about it. You know what I'm saying? But I'm curious, who is the voice of this generation? Who's putting that type of shit out there? And if y'all know about anything that's come out, particularly, like, on the movie side of things, um, share it with us, because I'm curious to, you know, to see... How it's being captured. And maybe I'm overlooking it. Maybe I'm not even paying attention to it. Maybe I have come in contact with certain shit. But um yeah, I'm 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 always open to that, you know, to see right. how somebody, you know, how somebody takes that photo. How about it, you know what I mean? Puts that shit together.
1: Well, I mean, you know, a lot of a lot of these people that's doing it right right now are women. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know what I mean? If mm-hmm. you're looking at Issa Rae and you're looking at, you know, even even people who are not necessarily – a lot of times it don't be the people in the specific generation because you, you might have people telling stories from their experience, but they're telling it in this time, and then they become a voice of, of a lot of people. So, like, when you look at people like Mara Akil and Yvette Lee Bowser – and how they, and Shonda Rhimes, how they influencing the generation of, of uh, storytellers and, and writers of now, you know what I'm saying? The, the Ava DuVernay's and all those types of people, they out here doing it, you know what I'm saying? Again, we grew up in the era in hip hop, and I felt like that was a black man renaissance when we grew up, it was the 90s, you know what I'm saying?
0: Martin, yeah, mm-hmm. comedy,
1: Def Comedy Jam, you know what I mean? you know the the movies that was that was written and and marketed towards us now a lot of that shit is women you know what i'm saying or, or gangsters and shit you know what i'm saying so you know people might say that's NBA young boy you know what i mean people might say that's polo g you know because they had a list come out the other day of niggas who had the most platinum hits in the last 10 years and mm-hmm. and goddamn,
0: Polo G was like number three.
1: Wow, you know what I'm saying? That's crazy.
0: I <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm i don't think I know one Polo G record. I Got know it. Polo G, you know what I mean? That's but I, I'm go, I don't know if I could. Same thing with NBA YoungBoy. I don't. I know he's killing shit. I know maybe one record. Smoke something. Smoke to this. Some shit like that. That's kind of hard. But yeah, I'm yeah out the loop comfortably out the loop. But go ahead, keep going. Nah, that that shit. Um, was I just saw that the
1: other day and it was like, damn! I didn't even know. I I knew Young Boy was up there, you know what I'm saying? But Polo G, it was, and I wish I could find it now, but right, it was like, damn! It's Like some of these cats, I'm not even up on like that, but they out here mm-hmm. killing that shit, you know? Um, mm. Yeah. So that's that's that part, you know what I'm saying? It's there, man. You know, it's just. Yeah. Whether you tapped in and you feeling it. And it's different to feel it when you're older because you're not <laughs> learning culture at the same speed as people that's just getting yeah. in culture. You know?
0: Right, right. Yeah. You, you you're take, an onlooker. Yeah. You, you take Well, you're It's an anthropologist or shit. Or, at or that you're just point.
1: taking it for granted. You know what I'm saying? It's just that, okay, well, man, let me motherfucking get to the house right. and, you know what I'm saying, take care of these motherfucking bills. I will right. say, after getting real bills and shit, it's hard. You could you could tell how easy it was to be in culture when you was just a kid, nigga. You didn't <laughs> even have to pay that much. <laughs> was yeah. on, your, on your mama now. Shit. Right. <laughs> Grown motherfucker right. right. be like, yeah. shit, fuck that, nigga. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I got shit
0: to do. You had the whole... The whole infrastructure was laid out for you. You didn't even realize you were in a fully formed office. You know what I mean? Now I'm talking about office, but your ecosystem was well-funded. All you had to do was just get in when you're supposed to get in there. And that was it. That Take was it. Don't God. do no bullshit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you want to contribute, you could contribute a little bit, but it, more often than not, that shit ain't even, you know, look, it ain't going to be a whole lot. Don't even worry about it. Just... Don't wild out, don't be a dickhead, don't do no mm-hmm. dumb shit. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's that is you got a point there. And it's definitely a lot of a lot of creative women. It's a it's a, a huge I don't say renaissance, but while I will say about renaissance in particular, speaking of that <laughs> type of thing and just black women, I have been peeping, you know, and I think it's kinda cool, like and it it's funny because I first saw this, it seemed like as a hack, somebody had kind of tweeted something and it was like, a. it seemed like that's the first place that I saw even the idea start, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of black women in particular, but women in general, but black women making the pilgrimage to go see Beyonce's concert, but out of the country. Right? And it's kinda fly. Like, uh, I saw it, first time I saw somebody tweet, yeah, I'm gonna get my Beyonce tickets outside of the United States because they don't sell out that fast. Mm -hmm. And you can get good seats for, you know, I don't wanna say cheaper because you're still gonna have to go out there, fly out there, get the hotel, but you got a better opportunity at getting a, a ticket than if you're trying to get some shit here in the States. Mm-hmm. Then I started to notice just over the last few weeks is so many women that I know or that are within the algorithm that, I, you know what I mean, that I, I be on that are just in these foreign lands. And the, the reason being like, they, they showing you the sites and whatever, but it all ends at the show. <laughs> they at the Beyonce show and it's like it's like going to Mecca. You know what I'm saying? Like they be on their shit, and uh, it was it's it's fucking it's dope. It's real cool because it just it's like it opens to keep with the photography analogy. It opens the aperture. You're seeing way more. It's not just going to the Barclays or to the Garden or to whatever arena is in your city or the arena in a city over or state over. Nah, we stamping these passports. We making a moment out of this shit. And uh, it reminds me a lot of... um Shout out to Demetria Lucas. She got a hashtag that says, see some world mm. with her whole shit. You know, she's been... On the travel shit On some wanderlust type shit Like all over the world And she kind of takes the people with her or whatever mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of people doing that But it's just It was just kind of cool How um, And maybe it's a I think also I think it could be A a, a generational thing too mm-hmm. And an age thing There's, there's I don't want to say but I, I've noticed that, like um people around my age, your age, there's a lot of people that are like, it's not just buying a ticket no more. It's like we're building a full experience around this shit. It's like the uh, the outside of it all is is more indulgent. You know, it's like how Beyonce say, "Outside, outside." Like it's a whole fucking thing. Like we doing this, and this uh this is like it's kind of it's 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 fly. It's mm-hmm. like some cool shit to see. Like damn, this is like a, this is a a real ill phenomenon, right. you know. And yeah, I was just I was just paying attention to the gram, and I, I saw that shit, and I was just like, yeah this is something I want to you know mm-hmm. discuss." you know? nah,
1: no doubt i mean you know shit it, it is generational in a way because you know while there was a lot of traveling from f- other generations traveling wasn't that safe even in our parents generation you know what i'm saying That still had the mm-hmm. green book and all that shit it wasn't that safe mm-hmm. so now you know I think, you know, black people as on a whole are feeling way more freer to move about. You know what I mean? Grab that right. passport and go. Passport bros, you know what I'm saying? You got the girls' trips, you know. I think mm-hmm. Instagram is letting you see that you can go and, and not get killed, kidnapped and traded into slavery. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. so I, I, I think it's just a movement that, that deserves to grow right but but you know you know it is it is an, an intriguing thing to see you know I mean not only just I'm going to go on a vacation for my personal self but I'm going to go see my favorite artist in a whole another right. experience you know so you know it, it it has to be uh uh a funny experience to be in a foreign land, nobody's speaking your language, but everybody vibing to the music the same way.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. That's dope. And it also makes the world seem smaller, too. When you realize, when there's a goal, a goal that, like, it's, it's almost like going to the show is bigger than the travel, right? Because right. it's almost like the means to the end. Not to diminish the travel. The travel is dope, but it's like, it's not like, you're going to Paris to see the Eiffel Tower. While I'm there, I'll check it out, but I'm going to this concert. You know what I'm saying? So it just, it makes it see, it's just as like, you, shit, you going down the block, go get something to eat. You know what I mean? Like it just makes this world just a little bit smaller. Once you realize, because I always say that about travel, once you realize that you can get there and you can get back, <laughs> and to your point, you could do that shit safely And you had a good time And shit was cool And you're not fucking in poverty After the fact You're like, oh I could do that shit again It just makes it, it's a it's a reference point Oh I could go there Like it's just, it's, it's mind blowing It's mind blowing I remember the first time I ever went to Europe I realized in that moment That countries are like states here You know, Mm -hmm. like the way that you go from London to Amsterdam, similarly, like how you would go from New York to D.C. Mm -hmm. And I never really fathomed it because I was always learning about it as, you know, these countries that were abroad, that were overseas. So I'm thinking every country you know i hate to say, it, but every country is damn near as big as the United States or whatever, you're thinking like, "Wow, that's that you know, <laughs> like when people outside the United States call the United States the states, so it's kinda <laughs> like you know what I mean like, right. so when I was like, "Oh shit, that's two hours away, and I'll be in a whole different country. That should blew my mind, you know, but um yeah, that's that's real cool man i i I, I love seeing black people travel for any reason it was cool. <laughs> For real, for real. That. And and it's funny cause that, that reluctance goes both ways. Cause I was in Paris, I was checking out. There's a black woman at the front desk and she was probably like in her twenties or something. And she was like, Yo, I what you was like, you in New York? I was like, Yeah. She's like, I want to go to New York, but I'm afraid to get killed. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, damn. You know, but I, I get it. I understand shit. If you watched the you what was going on in the US from over, you know. From overseas, he see all of the all of the shit that was going on. He be like, I don't know about that because when I be watching some of these other countries from overseas, I'm like, I don't know. That shit look crazy, you know? <laughs> shit, shit. Sure when I went across well, overseas this this most recent time, I was like, this was before Britney Griner was back home. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying. I was like, God forbid a nigga get locked up, like you say, locked up abroad not sold it to slavery, but just locked away <laughs> in, in, a, in a spot where they don't even speak your... You know what I mean? They don't even speak your language. You be assed out. Nigga. I'm not in, in no type of NBA. W, you know what I mean? Like nah, I ain't, That platform is... <laughs> Niggas niggas ain't go funding for you and
1: shit. (laughs) Right, right. Not
0: like that. Not that crazy shit. (laughs) Trump ain't pulling no strings for your ass. Nah, nah, nigga. So I was like, let me be careful out here. But it's good to see. It's good to see the people all over the world. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. I heard somebody say some shit. I forgot where I read this shit. Um, they was like um, damn, I'm gonna fuck it up, so I can't even I can't even quote it, but it was some shit like wherever um something to the fact, and I'm 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 paraphrasing it, but something to the same thing of wherever I stand is my land, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Wherever I'm gonna be, wherever I can get to, I'm gonna be. And now this is this is part me. And then I was watching this movie. What the fuck was the movie? I can't remember the movie. It's gonna come to me, but it was like uh. They were saying, they were like, "Yo, when you go different places, your feet like the." I was watching Godfather of Harlem, right? I was watching the the new season of Godfather of Harlem, and uh, Malcolm um, Bumpy Johnson's daughter's daughter, the granddaughter. She was like, you know, you got to go to the world, said, because when you go into the world wherever you put your feet, the the land remembers your feet. So mm-hmm. you always been there. Like, it, it, was, it was something, I'm paraphrasing, I'm mm-hmm. fucking it up, but it was slick. I was like, oh, that's kind of fly. You know, like, I do feel like a low-key goal of mine is to make this world as small as I can. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, you know, as, as much as my, my budget and my, my access will allow, I want to be able to pull up On a global level, you know? Word
1: up. You know what I'm saying? Walk light so you don't piss the ground off. That's that's what Lil Wayne said.
0: (laughs) Right, 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 right. That's hilarious.
1: (laughs) Um, But that make a whole lot more sense
0: when you said the ground remembers. You know what I'm saying? Right, the ground remembers how you came through. You know know, know, what I'm saying? The ground to be pissed at your ass. He came yeah, doing him, too
1: much. He came through here, stomping up.
0: through. Uh
1: huh. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Oh shit, man. What's good
0: with you, man? What else is going on, man?
1: Uh, you know, last week, right? We was on the um pod. <laughs>
0: and you sound like the nigga that do the um. The the recaps last week on Power. Yeah. Go ahead. What happened on Previ- last week?
1: Previously on in the conversation. Previously, Ali right. was headed to a, 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 a repass. Right. So right. So I went yeah. to this repass. A repass
0: I, after the repass.
1: Right. Exactly. The, the you know saying uh-huh. the I couldn't make the, the church repass. I went to the the people's repass. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Got got so okay. The uh, unsanctioned sanctioned repass. So, mm-hmm. you know, everybody was there, all the people from the community. And, you know, I, 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 walk, I got there, you know, midway through. I think everybody had been there maybe since four o'clock. I got there like 7.30. So everybody was in their full glory at the time. You know what I'm saying? And so I sit down, you know, sit down at the bar where my wife was at. Walked up on her, you know what I'm saying? And I'm looking across the bar. I'm looking at this cat, man. i was like, man, this nigga look familiar. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it, and it didn't take me long to remember where I knew the nigga from. You know what I'm saying? And previously on in the conversation, um mm-hmm. I told a story about being in college and you know what I'm saying, I I went I went over this this uh, one of my friends' house and her her boyfriend answered though and my niggas who I was with who was just in town from Miami for homecoming they don't know nothing about culture and decorum, you know what I'm saying. They kind of went off on the nigga, you know what I'm saying, just for, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. just for being concerned about what the fuck was going on, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know the nigga didn't take that too lightly, you know what I mean. And niggas came looking for me, and I wasn't really concerned because I always kept that thing on me, like my man on the internet say, I tote that thing too, but. It was it was like so when I came up to the to the school one time, niggas was like, "Yo, these niggas was looking for you," and I'm like, We're, okay, you know what I'm saying? Wasn't tripping, you know, what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then you know I went out of town and I went to I from from where I was at, I um we drove to Miami, and this was like Thanksgiving, and so after Thanksgiving, you know you only got like one week of class left. It's just finals and then you go right back. So it's maybe like 5 days until Christmas break. So I was like, "You know what? I'm going to leave this thing down here cuz I'm going to fly back." You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and then, you know I had, you know, that was like my, my my that was always on me. So I'm talking about I land on Sunday, Monday morning, I ain't got the thing on me. I see this, mm. I see this, you know what I'm saying, this Cadillac passed by that would look way too new and too modern to you know what I'm saying? Cause you, you don't see two new cars in college too much. You know what I'm saying? You see mostly like used vehicles. You know what I'm saying? You don't see no brand new shiny shit. So I'm mm. like, like, who the fuck in this Cadillac? And then I seen the brake lights pop on. Boom. Then I peeped the tag. And I'm like, ah, you know what I'm saying? It was from the town where the niggas was from. It was Atlanta Plates. And so two mm-hmm. two niggas jumped down and they was all right. They was on me. You know what I'm saying? They they had me. You know what I'm mean? saying? Had to drop. They had mm-hmm. to drop on me. But you know what I'm saying? In my mind, I got my thing on me. Mm-hmm. As soon as the niggas rolled up on me, I went for it and it wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? It was not there. And so, you know, the niggas commenced to jumping on me, whatever. Woo, woo, you know. I made it out alive. But, you know, as time went on, you know, the lesson was sank in more, you know what I'm saying? Especially as you start having family and and shit and you start thinking about your life. You be like, damn, if I had a shot, them niggas, then none of this would be, you know what I'm saying? You be like, damn, I would have threw my whole life away about nothing, you know? And so Mm. even, like, after the fact, you know, you go back, when I got home, you know, you go to the niggas who really caused all of the situation. I'm like, yeah, I done got the drop on a nigga. I know where the nigga at. And, you know, them niggas weren't, them niggas weren't with it. Them niggas weren't about, them niggas. what is you talking about, man? You know what i mean? But I was like, damn, this was the shit y'all started. I got my shit. What? Then I realized, you know, niggas ain't, you you gotta be on your own shit. You know what I'm saying? Niggas you don't let no mm. niggas speak for you. You don't let no niggas don't think no niggas finna do no shit for you. You know what I mean? When it's time. Cause niggas will talk a lot, but they ain't mm. when it's time, they ain't talking about nothing a lot of times, you know what I'm saying? So I let the shit go and took the ass whooping and and fucking learned the lesson. So, fast forward, I'm at the repass. I'm looking across the bar. I'm looking at this nigga, and it's the nigga. You know what I'm saying? This is the nigga. Wow, from back then. From back then, the nigga that was on my ass, that was looking for me. You know what I'm saying? The nigga, you know what I'm saying? The whole shit. And I ain't seen this nigga since.
0: Right, right, right. So, I'm looking
1: at her like, damn, I know this. So, you know, I asked my wife, because she, you know what I'm saying, it's a very small... You know, uh, Decatur faction of people around, you know what I mean? So everybody kind of know each other. And, you know, mm-hmm. honestly, I, I felt like I would have ran into him a lot sooner. But, you know, mm-hmm. things happen how I'm supposed to. Them. So mm-hmm. I was like, I asked my wife, I was like, yo, is that such a such? She was like, yeah, that's him. i like, damn. Mm. I took it. She knew the backstory? Yeah, cause shit, the, the, um, her best friend was roommates with the girl house who I went to. See, I only went there mm-hmm. because her mother cooked, like would come to because her mama and pops went to Fan U and they would come and set that shit out every year. Like, you know what I'm saying? All the grown folk food that mm-hmm. you ain't had since you left home. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. mama was from Miami and made conch fritters and all that type of shit. So. I'm like, shit, I know where we could get some food, but this year it wasn't like that because, you know what I'm saying, homie was in town. You know what I'm saying? So so it wasn't even no real mission. It was just like, you know what I'm saying, on some drunk, hungry shit. So, mm-hmm. so boom, I told my wife, I took a sip of my drink. I said, I'm finna go holler at this nigga. You know what I'm saying? She's like, what? i like, yeah. She ain't, know what I, she ain't know what I had up my sleeve. You know what I'm saying? But I rolled, I, ro- I walked around to the bar, he was talking to a nigga that I had just met. You know what I'm saying? Nigga had just, I just mm-hmm. met this nigga, you know what I'm saying, woo woo woo. And so, I tapped him on the shoulder, and you know, he was everybody was in like a family mood, so it was kinda like, okay, woo woo, what's up? You know what I'm saying? And then I broke the shit down. I don't know, <clears throat> I think I told the story kinda backwards, cause it almost was like, coulda put a nigga on guard, cause it was like, yeah you know what I'm saying, such and such and such, a, such a, I was, you know I'm saying, y'all niggas jumped me. Yep.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Remember me, nigga, <laughs> Benny Blanco from the Bronx. But yeah, yeah, I yeah. wasn't
1: trying to say it like that, but that's, you know what I'm saying, that was the only right. way that I could explain it, right? So, yeah, 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 you, yeah. You, you could see 10 <laughs> stub, You could see tensed up a little bit, and then, and then mm. I was like, but I was like, but nah, that shit taught me a lesson. You know what I'm saying? That was a life wow. lesson. You know what I'm saying? It's mm. like, you know and i went through the whole shit and then he was like damn i remember that and then you know we talked about it you know what i'm saying we talked about that shit like some grown motherfucking black men that like just, you know what i'm saying and i and i had never been in a situation like that and i didn't know how the shit was going to turn yeah. out I didn't know if the nigga was gonna mm-hmm. be like, yeah, nigga, I got something else for your ass. You know what I'm saying? In his, <laughs> in, his in his hometown, you know what I'm saying? It could have went right. left. <laughs> yeah,
0: that have been that'd have been crazy. At the repass, repass. Right. Yeah, nigga, that's that that, that niggas. Wow, that yeah, that have been bananas. But go ahead, so, go ahead. So, yeah. but I wasn't, yeah, I,
1: wasn't I, was,
0: I wasn't I wasn't concerned.
1: You know what I'm saying? Right, it, the right. Yeah, to way make that, it right. Yeah, the way talk. That, the way that I Get felt it off your chest. was like, nah, this this is what I'm supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so I got the and the other nigga was standing there like, is this nigga really telling this shit? Like, what the fuck going on? But the nigga. Oh, he was part of the jumping crew nah, too. Nah, but he was just a he was just oh, an okay. innocent bystander in this conversation. But that's one of his boys. Right. That's like one of his people. So, right. I'm I'm, I'm just sitting here breaking that shit down. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. this happened. Da, da, da. And then he had some stuff that you know, what he had kind of misunderstood, and I had to break that shit down. And then you know, the shit was like, at the end, the nigga was like, "Man, I'm glad you came over here, man, and told me that, man. Shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, we could go drinking sometime. Like, you know, in my mind, I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't know how that'll work, but. I wanted to. I wanted to, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I wanted to get that shit out because you know what I'm saying. You, I ain't seen you since then, and I ain't even. I don't even know you. I don't know nothing about you. You don't know nothing about me. You know what I'm saying? So, right. the shit was. Um, that shit was like a, a beautiful black man moment. You know what I mean? In the way of, like, if you told, like, you know, what so i you know. I don't even think my wife really could comprehend the depth of what happened in that moment, you know what I'm saying? I don't think, you know, like even when, cause he was like, you know the girl who, who house it was, he was like yo she, cause they married now. He like oh she, she damn. Oh man. wow. He was like you ain't, you ain't see, I was like nah I ain't see nobody but you, I just walked in here. And then, mm. so afterwards I told her, and then she was like oh after 44 years, Like, yeah, it was 44, it was 30, it was about 30 years, but that's the type shit that don't really happen in niggas' lives like that, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, it's a breakthrough. Right, and it it, it don't mean no, 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 niggas done lived their life and went on and did all they shit, but like he said, he was like, man, I'm glad you came over here and told me that. You know what I mean? Cause you mm-hmm. you don't know how niggas be taking stories and situations and, and all that shit. That shit become a crucial part of who you are. And sometimes you hold on to shit, get shit back started for no motherfucking reason, cause it wasn't no reason in the beginning. You just young, right. stupid with some gunpowder, you know what I'm saying? Thinking, shit, nigga can't tell me shit. So it was a um it was a moment. And I don't know, I don't even as, a, as I'm telling the story, I don't even know, you know what I mean, what the real takeaway would be, except for, you know, that shit is a, a closed chapter, and it's energy. It's good energy that you was able to pass along to somebody who probably didn't get a lot of good energy passed along to him like that, especially from a, a adversary, you know what I'm saying, it's like somebody I heard right. some, somebody say the other day when your your enemies become your instructors. You know what I'm saying? Your teachers. You know? It's like a mm. the, the teachable moment. Like maybe I learned the teachable moment in that moment. Maybe he learned something at the repass repass. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, and it don't matter. Mm. I, I just put it out there. What was as as the old people would say? I just it was on my heart to just say it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I did. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. That shit was a crazy moment, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to that man, you know what I'm talking about? Water under the bridge, and, you know. Again, it wasn't no problem, because when niggas ain't never came cross paths, but spiritually, that shit was,
0: was uh, enlightening. Yeah, no, that shit, that is historic. <laughs> that, you know that shit. <laughs> That shit, nah, man, that's grown man resolution. Mm-hmm. That right there, they need to make a documentary on that, you know, because cats need to do, because that, you know, look, that, yeah, that, that's, that takes a lot to, to, uh, to go that route, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it, you know, so much of how we can move as men. Is so much about pride and ego and, and shame and all of that. Mm-hmm. And if you ever feel like it could, if you ever felt like you took an L, you know, it could have been 30 years ago, but that feeling is sharp as a heart attack. You know what I'm saying? Like when you feel it, you feel it like it could make you like a word, like it could, you know. It, it could it could awaken some shit in you that might not be as benevolent, right? Mm-hmm. But then, like you said, first of all, shit could have been worse than what it was. Mm-hmm. Somebody could have lost their life, mm-hmm. right? And now y'all don't live thirty years later, so y'all got to live a a good life. You right. know what I'm saying? And you're the the backdrop of the the like the the meeting again. Is at the end of somebody who left, who you know lived a, a great life and who mm-hmm. left a great legacy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that was like, that's the backdrop for the the like the 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 fucking the fact that y'all cross paths again, but mm-hmm. it's in a, a whole different context. Mm-hmm. And nothing happens by chance, right? You know, and you know if for you to 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 t- you know take whatever whatever that inspiration was inspired you to go over there and and uh you know fucking close that chapter mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like speak to what happened and and, and get that resolution and the, like you know that's big man that like that is mm. real that's real shit. Like, you know, I'm I'm halfway joking when I say it's historic <laughs> and it should be a documentary. Right. But you know, for real, like that's a big that's a big deal. And I think there needs to be more stories of that. Right. Cause it's so much about the get back. Mm. Don't matter, you know, like shit, not even just in our culture. Kung Fu flicks were based <laughs> on that. You know what I mean? <laughs> got them who scoured the world for 44 years looking for the beef, for the bad, <laughs> you killed my father. You know what I mean? Whatever the fuck it was. Right. It was a beef, nigga, on site, nigga, on site. Though there's no time limit on site. That right. shit is no expiration date. Right. And that was a different. That was that was the remix. That was on site the remix. On site the resolution. Right. That's hard.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, man. the shit, like again, I feel like when I I tell I told a few people the story, right? Men and women. Mm-hmm. And it's like only niggas could get that shit. You know what I'm saying?
0: Oh yeah, niggas <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> can see how big it is. Yeah. <laughs> how, how that shit meant so. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like
1: oh shit, like, oh, yeah. That was old, that was a nigga, get on. That nigga ain't anyone thinking about yeah. your motherfucking ass. It ain't even about that, right. you know what I'm saying? It's just like, mm-hmm. cause like, mm-hmm. okay, when he told his side of it, right? It was like, mm-hmm. he, he was like, you know what I'm saying? When, when, they was, when, they, when y'all was out there, and I'm hearing them niggas talk that shit, I had, man, I had about four or five weapons right in the house mm. that I was like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I felt like right. going to air the shit out. You know what I'm saying? Right. But we drove off bumping the music real loud, just, you know, disrespectful. You know what I mean? And then I told him, I'm like, and that same vein, it's like, I had I had my thing on me every single day. The day y'all caught me was the first day that I ain't have it on me. You know what I'm saying? The day that I would've used it was the day I ain't have it. And once you start looking, even back then, like, you know, a few months removed, and you start thinking about it like, damn. You know what i mean? You like, why I ain't why ain't have my shit on me then? It'd be like, God, be like, nigga, if you had it on you, then what? You know what I'm saying? Right. Then what? You was on a college campus, you shoot two niggas who, ain't had, who was unarmed, nigga. The fuck, nigga?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It wasn't no stand your ground back then. That mm-hmm. shit. It was just like, nigga, you might just be coming home. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, yeah. or, you know what I mean? You yeah. spent a significant time. You definitely wouldn't be on the track what you're doing now. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? This shit could have been way different, real easy. Just by, you know, your stupid ass having it on you. You ain't need that shit, nigga. Knuckle up, what it's gonna be is what it's gonna be. And once you learn that, you know what I'm saying, that's a crucial lesson to learn as a as a black man, especially when you're young. And then to have to to be able to live all the way through it, come out on the other side, and then run right back into it, and be able to say, you know what? What I learned, I'm gonna go share that shit with the other motherfucker that was involved with the situation. You know what right. I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Cause, cause from what I understand, the other nigga that was in it, who ain't really had much to do with the situation other than that's his boy, he ain't here with us no more. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's like, nigga, you done came through a whole lot to come out on the other side, man. Ain't nothing to go have that kind of conversation. You know what I mean? And and and, and get that shit on out the way and spread some of that motherfucking information and knowledge to a motherfucker who who wasn't expecting it, didn't know where it was coming from, just to get that shit suddenly at the motherfucking bar.
0: Mm-hmm. That shit was right on time, even after all these years. Mm-hmm. Best believe. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Totally, because nigga was like, damn, damn, man. Nigga was like, damn, man. Man, I'm glad you came over here, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause you don't yep. you don't know it. I don't know mm-hmm. what that man done lived through and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Cause from what I understand, he known that he was always known to be a fighter and you know what I'm saying? And and right. rough roughing shit up. That's from what I understand. Right. So, right. You know, nobody probably you know what I mean? It's, it's just it's just a weird thing. I don't know much about it, so I can't speak on it. But it just feels like motherfucker showed sure did appreciate that shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Nah, that's that's grown man business right there. That's real sh- maturity, you know? Like that shit, yeah, that shit is inspiring to a lot of people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like shit I, even with all of that Even with all of that I appreciate it. I don't know if I'll run up on somebody that got the best of me If I'm going to be as cordial right. I, I, might, I might peep the scene <laughs> I might see Oh nigga I got to I, I got, got to, to drop. drop on this nigga Absolutely
1: That's Remember way. this <laughs> Yeah Hey man, hey man. Listen. Oh shit! But I'm
0: gonna consider it now. It's at least now it's in the it's in the playbook. It's at least a thought. Listen. Oh man. shit, no. But that's real good. The
1: lesson had been long been learned. You know what I'm saying? It's like, right. nigga, right. I, I knew what it was when I was. In the middle of the fight, nigga. You know what I'm
0: saying? Right. <laughs> it was a teachable moment. It was, it was, it was in the te- moment. It was teachable <laughs> in the moment. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. AP, like, <laughs>
1: Yeah. So, so, you know, you 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 carry it. And again, I didn't know when I was gonna, you know, cause I'm running these same circles. And I didn't right. know when I was gonna run into the nigga or what it was gonna be, what that nigga was gonna be on or that You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it was just, it was just like, listen, man, look here. And it was cool. And shit, it was done. It's just like, you just reached that point in life. And that's just one, that's just an, that's like a concrete ass example of you just got to live mm-hmm. this shit in your own shit. Cause the nigga who had just met me, the nigga met me on the other side of the bar. My wife introduced me to him, blah, 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 this such such. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What up, man? Cool. whoo whoo whoa. When I'm over there telling story, I ain't even realize that was the same dude. He just sitting there like listening like, damn nigga, what the fuck going on? You know what I'm saying, what is this? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He he enjoyed mm-hmm. it just as much. He ain't had nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? Because it was, you know, I, I believe the nigga just couldn't believe a nigga was, would be here telling this type of story. And it wasn't, it wasn't to me, it wasn't embarrassing that a nigga got the best of me, you know what I'm saying? Especially when niggas outnumber mm-hmm. you. It wasn't embarrassing to tell the story because I know, I know I appreciate, you know what I'm saying, the, the lesson. I appreciate how it happened. I appreciate how God let me see that, yeah, nigga, you think you need that thing. Nah, nigga, you just need to be, you know what I'm saying, stand up motherfucking individual, you know what I mean? And, Nigga, you live to tell a story, and here we go. Tell a story. And so the nigga on the side is looking like, man, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? He's like, when was this? Right, right. Like, nigga, nigga, this was 1993. <laughs> it's like, nigga, this is. Mm-hmm. So at first, the nigga didn't remember it. He was like, you know, poor mm-hmm. nigga probably done been in so much shit. But I was like, right. And they were like, nah, nigga. It was this particular, you know what I'm saying? This particular thing, this mm-hmm. particular thing. He was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Then he was mm-hmm. able to recall the whole shit, you know? So mm. it, was, it was crazy, man. That shit was crazy. It felt like my man Didi, who had passed, was putting that shit all together. Like, man, let me get y'all niggas. Yeah. Get, let me
0: get y'all niggas yeah, right.
1: Man.
0: <laughs> right. Right, right. That's crazy. Yeah, nothing happens by mistake, man. That shit was that was destined. Wow. <laughs> huh. Yeah, that shit crazy, man. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> that is a wild shit, dog. Oh, oh shit. Oh, man. Speaking of some old some bullshit or crazy ass. Did you see the Mayweather fight? I didn't even know. I thought Mayweather was retired. Man, he stayed front like he retired, but he he be fighting these these oh these bums, mm. these people that ain't really on his level. He do these little exhibition oh, fights. Oh,
1: okay, okay.
0: And yeah, they ain't no real fights. These are and they, I'm scratching my head more and more because okay, I understood the Conor McGregor joint. You know, what I mean, he got some name to him. He's a UFC. He was a UFC, I believe, champ, but he was well known. Okay, you know, and UFC is is huge in the game, so I realize a lot of this boxing is definitely about audience. Let me get as many people in the audience, especially if you're trying to leverage it for some more money. Mayweather's a a promoter. You know, I got that. Logan Paul, I felt like, ah, I see what you're doing. You want some more of that little social media audience this cat is not on your level, but whatever. I right, go ahead, do it. Then he did, I think some 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 dude out and I want to say Korea, who I really don't know any background on. Now he just did John Gotti Jr., you know what I'm saying? Who, you know, the name is John Gotti. So I I see the I guess at least the, you know, the I don't want to say controversy of it all, but you know, there's some name recognition, even though this ain't the Teflon Don, this is his son. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if he's known to be about this motherfuckers like boxed twice. And it's just crazy to see, like, twice, you know, like, and then you could get in the ring with Mayweather, who is 50 and oh. Like, what, what, you know, what does that yield for Mayweather? What's going on? What does he have beyond the lineage, you know? But um, I saw the I saw the fight on YouTube. You know what I mean? And um, it, was, it was a Zeus production. I guess he's working with Zeus now. And Zeus' fights of all sorts because they had the Jocelyn fight immediately after the Mayweather fight. Um, that was an unscheduled undercard. But um, they uh, I saw the fight. The fight was terrible. It was ba- it was basically Mayweather taunting and playing cat. You know, Mayweather's cat and mouse anyway, but just high-level cat and mouse. Taunting him, sticking out his tongue, crazy shit. Mm -hmm. Tagging him at will. The kid, for a while, for a few rounds, didn't even throw a punch. Like, he was just guarding, you know, just on guard, on guard, you know. And then, you know, the kid is a lot bigger than Mayweather, too. He's like 180, 6-something, you know. So after a while, I started getting frustrated and kind of leaning on, you know how they be doing a little, they be hugging and shit, and they try to lay on the cat. So the ref would break it up, and I think the kid would try to steal a shot or whatever. Ultimately, the ref broke it up. Now my man wanna fight. You know, he <laughs> broke it up. That's when the ego go pride. Of ego. ref was like, it's over. You disqualified. You ain't you ain't got no round to your name, Pop. You was never gonna win. He run around the ref, try to swing on Mayweather, still get tapped. Bing, still this is Mayweather. You know what I'm saying? Like you he's still in the boxing ring. He's not off point. Bing caught him, then Mayweather's whole battalion comes in the ring. I mean, Mayweather had about 40 motherfuckers that just came and swarmed this kid and his corner man and his manager or whatever, and and that was the end of that. It it was, it was, I don't know what the payday was on it. I can't imagine what the payday on it was. It felt very unnecessary. Um... (laughs) (laughs) it had a lot of unnecessary vibes to it and it felt like it didn't even feel like it was the like a lit boxing match you know a boxing match would bring motherfuckers out you know the high rollers the women you know what I'm saying a lot of motherfuckers throwing money around wanting to be seen I this didn't feel like nobody wanted to be seen at this shit it was just it was some real community center vibes Mm. you know and um it was what it was. Again, I don't know how much it, 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 he got paid. I do feel like this is a thing with fighters. Because you made all this money fighting. That's kind of all you know. Even if you figured out how to leverage your legacy and your, your undefeated record into a platform to promote and make money off of new fighters, I guess it's still that, you know, how you define yourself. I'm still one of them. It's nice with my hands. I want to show the people until it's probably past my prom type shit. Not to say he looked past his prom. He didn't look like he was in his prom. I wouldn't want to see him in the ring with Tank. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But um, then I'm like, I don't think, I'm pretty sure Mayweather ain't broke. Because if he broke, he don't look it. But I do know, or the rule, the general rule is the more money you make, the more money you spend. So maybe he's trying to, you know, cover a lifestyle of excess. You know what I'm saying? And whatever the fuck. But, yeah, man, it, it wasn't it wasn't really anything you missed. Yeah, I mean. be totally honest with you. I don't
1: think he's trying to cover his lifestyle at this point because he would have been uh, doing he probably would have took some more bigger prizes, you know what I'm saying, and came back for real and took a bigger prize. But I think he just doing it cuz he can. Shit, I can make I can make Yeah, I can make 30 30 million this weekend, by you know what I'm saying, you know, doing some cardio <laughs> on a nigga, you know what I mean? So why, why <laughs> yeah, not? <that's> exactly <laughs> what it look like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why yeah. why not, nigga? I've been doing this all my life. So
0: my value is fucking his brand up. What's his brand? What's his brand? Rich as fuck. That's his brand. Rich as fuck, but the best ever undefeated, even though his brand ain't the, you know, he got his, you know, he got his shit that people feel about him or whatever. Mm -hmm. But he is still a hall of fame fighter, a prestige champion, whether or not he want to recognize that Mm -hmm. he's, one of the best of all time, right? right? And he's sharing his platform with motherfucking people that have done two fights. Mm-hmm. What is going on? Like, yo, that everybody you can't can't mix with everybody. Man. I get it, but it's just Man. it's like that shit start to look a little sloppy after a while. Money look again. a little, you know, a uh, little right. janky promoter. Right. Go all right. ahead. All
1: right, listen to this shit right here. The money, uh-huh. the money fight he received uh-huh. a purse guarantee of $100 million, while his okay, opponent received a guarantee of $30 million. However, uh-huh. Mayweather said that his pay-per-view earnings brought his total earnings to $350 million. Okay, well, she oh, no, 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 hold on. on, hold on. That was that was Conor McGregor. That was Conor McGregor. Hold on, hold on oh, okay, because I'm about hold on, to say, hold on, that was Conor McGregor. <laughs> you know I don't know nobody that bought this fight. But this is an article about this fight. I was just reading the, the cliff notes, yeah. All right, yeah. therefore, even though the purse is unknown, it appears he will undoubtedly earn more than 25 million dollars from the fight based on all these incredible stats. <clears throat> so,
0: right. So that's a quarter of what you got with Connor. Yeah,
1: but that's And fuck. this
0: cat ain't a quarter of Connor's notoriety, at least for the for the for the arena that we in, as far as the fighter goes. But you know, look, I get I mean, if it's for the money, it's for the money, but after a while it start looking yeah. it start looking like it's for the money. And then people you know stop paying for it. Yeah, that's my point. But right now You start it, yeah. If a
1: nigga took home 30 million dollars just for a light cardio nigga, <laughs>
0: that's value. <laughs> yeah, but if your brand taking a hit.
1: It was his brand, his brand ain't taking a hit. You don't know what hit. the hit. His professional career is locked yeah. set stone.
0: Yeah, I guess. That's like. But I want it to feel like something. Yeah, Like when Mayweather say yo, I got, I'm, I'm coming out of retirement. I'm doing the thing. You want it to feel, because the special is what you leverage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the shit ain't special no more. It's just like, yeah, come on, bro. You just did one shit last week with fucking Joe Blow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But that, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. The bread is the bread is the bread. And again, like I say, I do think that that's part of. you know, that's how they define themselves too. That's you know it. what I'm saying? Like, like you said, let me do some cardio on a nigga.
1: It's Which a, is hilarious. They say this nigga during all these exhibitions is getting a million just for coming to the press conferences. Mm.
0: Yeah, I believe that. And answering calls
1: about the fight. <laughs> man, that, that, that nigga it. is exploiting his value, man. That nigga <laughs> is exploiting his catalog like a like a like a record company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't like that they letting all these <laughs> niggas sample their shit. <laughs> They like, nigga,
0: right, right. <laughs> shit. Shit is it. Too many commercials. He in a commercial for cat food. You like, what is this? <laughs> you don't need to do this. Nigga, you, like, yeah, you let them old drill niggas sample your shit out of Jacksonville, Florida?
1: Right. <laughs> nigga. Uh, yeah. Shit, yep, we sure did.
0: <laughs> uh, you should see the check they gave us. Okay. Yeah,
1: that The one that keep coming in the mail. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, um, it's crazy. Yeah, but you know, everybody doing what they do, man. Shit. I, I would just hope to have something to exploit for, you know what I'm saying? Some some yeah, maybe. Hey. <laughs>
0: anyway. <clears throat> oh man. What else is good with you?
1: Man, shit. Well, um man, I went to the grocery store this weekend. Just to throw something light, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Throw something light on the grill, a little personal. You know what I'm saying? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Man. I um I I, I bought a steak, but then I was gonna make the kids some hamburgers. And then my daughter, you know, she back and forth about she a vegetarian and all that. So Mm. So, I was, you know, I saw the Beyond Burgers. I'm like, oh shit, let me see what these Beyond Burgers talking about. See what they would do on the grill. And like some Beyond mm. like sausage links, you know. And I bought, you know, mm-hmm. of course some some fucking hamburger buns and got down some hot dogs and some hot dog buns. That's it, nigga. That's it. I got up to the register. Woo woo woo. That shit was $80. Mm. Hey, I'm like wait, 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 wait. <laughs> hey, mm-hmm. hey, I got to the car, nigga. I was like, man, I want to take all this shit back and start over, nigga. I <laughs> played myself, nigga. God, somebody, mm-hmm. like you can't go in the grocery store mindlessly no more. You know what I'm saying? Because, because nah. the shit be, mm-mm, dog. If your ass ain't in produce on in the, in the real meat section, you gonna get played, nigga. cause I swear I done did a better job on some just you know what I'm saying some real food and you know a couple of you know what I mean just the basics chicken, some meat, blah 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 woo 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 produce section, Mm -hmm. staying out them middle aisles and shit like that staying out them boxes and packaged goods and been good you know what I'm saying had about 10, 12 meals out of that shit hundred dollars that shit, man, That you got to be more careful, man. You got to pay attention because $80 on some hamburgers and hot dogs, nigga.
0: <laughs> Woo, I was reading. So the fake shit fake shit costs more than the real shit now. Yeah, huh? the, fake shit, the fake shit costs more than the real shit, dog. Yeah, that's wild. You know, <clears throat> I, I feel you on that grocery store shit. I, you know, I was just telling somebody the other day, I went to the grocery store the other day, I don't know if it's the shit with DeSantis going on in Florida or whatever. I don't know for sure because I don't think they a Florida-based fruit, but grapes are expensive as fuck right now. Yeah. I stay getting grapes every time I go to the grocery store. These shits went up 100%. Mm. Shit's went up a hundred Like I be I, I grocery shop enough To where I, I'm like I'm like Warren Buffett. Like I know What the ticker is I know what's going on I see what's popping You know This shit was Outrageous mm. <laughs> That made me say shit Like I said damn I still got them You know what I mean But Man they got a, I don't know what's going on in the grape union or whatever. It's, what's the situation, the controversy? This shit felt great. It felt like a response to something. I hope this is not where we're going grape-wise, because then I might have to pick a whole new fruit. I have to get back to bananas. Hey. Bananas stay kind of cheap, but grapes, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but uh, yeah, man, I, I, I agree with that vent. I know where you're at with man, that shit, man. You got- yeah, you got to be... Gotta be careful in these grocery stores. I I don't even
1: remember the last time I bought a raw chicken pack of chicken wings from the store. Cause Mm. bro, you know what I'm saying? I I forget what era. I don't know if it was the recession era, but somewhere along the line, I went to buy a pack of chicken mine. And Mm -hmm. the chicken wings, I was like, nigga, I could get the chicken cooked. For cheaper than this, you know what I'm saying? What the fuck? You know
0: what I'm
1: saying? I going to buy a motherfucking bucket of this shit for this price.
0: What the fuck going mm. on?
1: I I stopped buying that shit, dog. I just stopped, man. Cold turkey, like man. Fuck them. I don't even look at them sh- I don't even look to see if the shits went down no more. I'm like, man, fuck that shit. Y'all niggas ain't finna get me, man. Y'all niggas just doing this shit because <laughs> I'm black, nigga. Cause I know I don't went to, my, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't went to, acceptable.
1: Yeah, nigga, I don't went to like Trader Joe's, and they they only had like the smaller packs. But what I be looking at uh-huh. is like the price per pound. You know what I'm saying? Right. This shit right. don't be the same price per pound in the white neighborhoods, man. And of course it's supply and demand, but man, you ain't finna get me, man. Fuck this shit. Mm, like I buy damn. my I buy my wings in the streets, then.
0: A yeah. price gouging the yeah, blacks yeah, nigga, with the chicken. Nigga, you gotta
1: you paying that shit and gotta go cook it and season that shit, man. Shit. Fuck that. Diabolical. Man. Y'all niggas oh, can have that.
0: That's crazy. <laughs> the what? the one thing that hurt <laughs> me the one thing that
1: hurt me though <laughs> Nigga, the motherfucking king crabs, right? King mm-hmm. King mm-hmm. King crabs, nigga, them shits used to be about they was about 24 pounds at one point, like pre pandemic, oh, 2019. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Pre pandemic, 24, 22. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go ahead, you know what I'm saying? Bust them down, get busy. My nigga, somewhere early 21, them shits went to $64 a pound. Mm hmm. Yeah, man. And it, crazy. It, it hurt me. But I had to do the same yeah. shit. I'm like, man, fuck them, fuck that nigga. Hey, right, shit, ain't them niggas just <laughs> give me some imitation shit? Crack. Ain't nothing but roaches of the sea any motherfucker way. Oh, man, <laughs> that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? I just had
0: some this week. <laughs> Not king, but I had some blues. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I did. But yeah.
1: I, I did uh, right, right around about now, maybe about a month ago, I caught a, I caught caught some. They was right at about thirty dollars a pound. Which, okay. Which was, you know what I'm stock saying? Stock up. Nah, I ain't want to stocking up, but yeah. I did indulge right quick, you know what I'm saying? And, and love it long. Okay. Man. But I will boycott. I'll switch mm. my diet on a motherfucker. Yeah, motherfuckers talking shit. Yeah, I'll switch my whole shit. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Fuck that. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah, sometimes I find myself taking inflation personal. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. yo, we got it. What the fuck is Biden doing? You know what I'm yeah, saying? I get upset. I get real upset. I have a breakdown in the produce section. Hell yeah. Uh,. Yeah. I tell you though, I think the trick is one of the tricks, Go to the butcher shops.
1: Nah, I get it.
0: But butcher the, shops. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, yeah. they there, but you know. they ain't always convenient. <laughs>
1: that's a, yeah, that's, that's a, true. That's, that's extra, why they you know stop. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I haven't. I yeah, wait. Wait. I found it was one butcher shop that I went to out here. They was cool. They ain't mm. have a big wide selection. They was like a more like a boutique. You know what I'm talking about. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. Cut other days type shit. Like, nigga, where the rest of the shit at? Mm. <laughs>
0: right, right, right. They could only get half the cow <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's wild. Oh man. Shit. Um, uh, <laughs> he said where the rest <laughs> of shit? the shit what you do with the sleeves? Where the sleeves at? You just said here selling wife beaters. Oh I, shit. This man, man <laughs> said he quit chicken cold turkey. And he, uh, it's funny as hell. <laughs> <happened.
1: laughs> that shit was cold turkey,
0: <laughs> nigga.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Y'all niggas ain't okay. finna get me. <laughs> right. Uh nah. Oh, I went to shit, a I went to a, a farmer's market, man. You know, I'm thinking Farmer's Market. I'm thinking uh-huh. Prospect Park. You know what I'm talking about? You know, right. Union Square. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: We pulled up to this shit. It was a storefront. and uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's the new thing now. They call it the Farmer's Market, but it be indoors. It be indoors, It be like right? a fucking grocery store. Yeah. yeah, but
1: this was like a little one. It's like a bodega. A bodega oh, size oh, Farmer's okay. Market. Oh,
0: gotcha. Gotcha. Then,
1: so, uh-huh. <laughs> go up in the motherfucker and- my nigga. nigga, it ain't shit in there, bro. Like, I don't, I don't think out of the out of the whole store, I probably could have made one soup, you know what I'm saying, with some potatoes. Mm. They had a couple of onions. You know what I'm saying, it's bell peppers. I'm like, man, mm-hmm. this nigga says taking the farm out of the farmer's market, because <laughs> this can't be here. My, mm-hmm. my wife talking yeah. about, my wife talking about, did you did you look around? I was like, shit. That was, I, I, when I walked in, I looked around. Ain't shit in <laughs> shit to look at.
0: <laughs> right. shit. in one glance. Oh
1: uh, man. Yeah. Was, uh, from, shit. he used farmers market. You used to get some. You know what I'm saying? Some apple cider over here. Some homemade honeys with some bees and right. shit, making honey right before your eyes. Nah. Right. This shit was a mm-hmm. couple of taters, onions. Some 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 pre <laughs> pre made cold pressed juices, N- nigga. Mm,
0: yeah, he a he the middleman. <laughs> right, he ain't he right. a real farmer. Right, <laughs> right. that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. A, <laughs> yeah, a, <there>. right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nigga went ran down the Publix, uh, grabbed some potatoes, put these <laughs> <it's laughs> bitches. <hand> yeah, <laughs> you know <mean, right>? right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trying to resell them bitches like uh, Nikes. Hell yeah! Word, that's crazy. Walking up the kale, man, it's that been, is wild it's, to shit. There's
1: been a lot of that shit out here. Like, went yeah. to another health food store one time. Like, you know, like a little natural mm-hmm. foods, blah blah. They skip, and it was, you know, it was empty. Right, and we went in there, and um, they was like, "Ah man, you right on time." And I'm like, "Well, what happened?" Yeah, they just dropped off our food. I'm like, "Nigga, how is you a restaurant?" Getting
0: the food dropped off. <laughs> you get Uber Eats. Yeah, that's why. Like, that's why. Oh man! And I
1: understand. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, everybody ain't got the, the finances and the resources and the credit. And but come on, man, you shouldn't have said that. You at least, at least yeah, at least keep the illusion <laughs> up. Right. Yeah. yeah <laughs> take the shit yes. out the pan, out the little aluminum foil pan, and put it in a pot. You know what I'm saying? Have All it right. simmering on the motherfucker stove. Something. I do that shit at my own wow. house when I have people over and I go to Publix and get some wings. I'ma take that shit out of the pan, put it in a nice ceramic bowl, <laughs> put the shits in the uh, oven. Okay, you okay. know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Not like I fried it, but I mean, you don't want the presentation uh, okay, to be, I you to don't saying. want the presentation to be, yeah. I just went down to Publix and got some of this fried chicken.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Still got the price tag yeah, on the shit. At least, uh, at least shit, keep a nigga yeah. guessing. <laughs> right, 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 right. That's funny. Oh, shit. That is hilarious. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right, man. This is... We in this bitch. We gonna burn out. But you know what? Next week... Well, first off, because next week I want to talk about The Idol. I started watching The Idol. Mm-hmm. And um, it's interesting. I'll, I'll just leave it at that because we already that's, a sh- that's 30 in That's the shit that's the weekend shit. You should check it out, though, so we, get, we can you chop it up. Are. It's only two episodes. Right. Only two episodes oh, so far, out. so it so so ain't too out. far. You can catch up. You can catch up. It's very interesting because I want to know what your, um, your take is on that. Uh, shout out to Peter Joseph. I know he was talking about, he suggested Top Boy and Warrior. Mm-hmm. And uh, I forget, we got another. Somebody else suggested something else I'm trying to find. But uh yeah, while well, we looking for some new shit to to, you know, recap on the pod, mm-hmm. keep them suggestions coming. But yeah, we probably talk about the idol next week. That shit should be interesting. And uh it seems like, I mean, it still might be a legend. I don't know if it's all the way the ink is dry, but it looks like Tyler Perry bought B.E.T. Yeah, man. So, that's what
1: they saying. You know what I mean?
0: So we're gonna see Madea in the BET cipher this summer. You know what I mean? So that's gonna be interesting. And last, real quick, just on some real quick shit that just some closure. Met the man was on the Breakfast Club. He said the reason that Red Man wasn't on Powers because he ain't want to get the shot. Oh wow!
1: And I, I ain't. I, yeah, yeah. you yeah, was Kyrie. Man of principles. I can't be
0: mad at it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, shout out to Brick City, the man Red Man or whatever, whatever. So that's that uh shit we out until next week tell a friend to t- oh shit rest in peace to the iron chic though i do want to say that man iron chic legendary wrestler wwf era 80s early 90s you know what i mean probably even before that the, the camel clutch that was his <laughs> finishing move one of the illest what are the illest fucking finishing moves of all time crazy on twitter you know and uh yeah he passed away so yeah, rest in peace, Iron Sheik, man. That was one of my favorite wrestlers growing up. I might have even had one of the um his his uh action figures. Oh wow, or that's one what's of up. Wrestling joints, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, listen, till next week. Tell a friend to tell a friend, and even the enemy, to get in the conversation. We out. And the main thing of it all is to be in the conversation.